All right, we pick up on the bottom of uh, Daf uh, 40, Daf Mem Amun Bet. Uh, carrying on with what we had yesterday, we quote uh, from a brighter that we had yesterday, Amamar, uh, the master said, uh, an animal that gores someone, uh, the, the owner uh, pays kofer, uh, and as we discussed yesterday, exactly on whose life that is, he pays this, uh, this uh, kofer payment. Uh, but when uh, animal is, uh, uh, has bestiality, uh, done with it, then it doesn't pay uh, the kofir payment. Alright, so hekidam, exactly what are we talking about? What situation uh, is this? Ilaima derava vakatla. What happens if the animal was um, uh, had bestiality, was, was mating uh, with a person, and then killed uh, that, that person? Uh, it, it's mali katala. What's the difference if the animal killed uh, when it was? Because it otherwise, you know, obviously, uh, it, it says the in, in no case. Why would the animal have to pay kofir uh, if it didn't kill? So obviously, if uh, you know that, that that's what, that, that's the question exactly. If it killed, we say then uh, the. Um, the, if it killed with a horn or else it killed uh, via having by mating uh, with a person who was too rough uh, with the person and then killed them, uh, what's the difference? Surely uh, we would have to pay uh, uh, with with the, you'd have to pay for for killing the woman uh, with regard to 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 both of those things. What's the difference? Uh, why wouldn't you have to pay kofir? Ella. Now, maybe you would say uh, that the animal had relations with this woman uh, and didn't kill her. Well, then obviously, the reason that he didn't, uh, doesn't pay kofir is because there's no death involved over here. So obviously, the animal uh, doesn't pay a kofir payment uh, because there's been no death. You only pay kofir uh, on a death uh, when, you, when the animal kills someone. Uh, so, you know, what, is, what does that statement mean? So Amar Abai, Olam Darava. No, really, it is uh, talking about uh, a case where an animal uh, um, ha- had relations with this woman, uh, and 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 but it says the law Katla and and didn't kill her uh, in uh, while he was having relations with her. But uh, what happens is, is that uh, the woman uh, then gets brought to court, and because it's a, a death penalty punishment, uh, they go along having, you know, bestiality uh, is uh, is is an, uh, a sin for which you will get the death penalty. So the court hands down uh, the death penalty. The woman does get killed. Maadatema, uh, what might you have thought? Command the katla dami. It should be uh, like the ox is the one that actually killed her. Uh, granted that the ox is going to have to be killed uh, by. The, by the courts, uh, is going to be stoned for, for such a thing. The same way as uh, Bilam's donkey uh, was, uh, was was stoned as well, uh, we go along and we, we get rid of the actual item uh, that, that causes embarrassment to the person, uh, so that it shouldn't be as a reminder uh, to the to the surviving people that they look at it and say, oh, uh, that's the uh, the ox that killed uh, so and so, etc. So we don't we don't say uh, that. Uh, so, the, but you might think uh, that the ox was the cause of her death. Uh, because she had relations with it, uh, then uh, you might think that the owner would have to pay kofir kamash uh, milan. We we see that uh, the owner doesn't have to pay uh, this kofir uh, payment. 
Okay, that's a buyer's answer. Rava Amar, Rava says, no, Lo'olam de Rava Avakatla. No, you could even construct a case uh, where the animal had relations with this woman and killed her uh, in the process. Dakar Kashulach, what was your problem before? Mali Katala Bakarna, Mali Katala Berivia. What's the difference if it killed her with a torn or it's killed her uh, while mating with her? Uh, no, Karen Kavanato Lahazik. Ha Kavanato Lahana. Uh, uh, we say no. There is a difference uh, with a with a with a horn when an animal damages uh, someone with its horn. Uh, it's there to its intention is uh, to hurt uh, with it with its horn. Uh, that's what its intention is. Uh, whereas uh, where it is mating, its intention is its pleasure. Uh, we said well, that one of the main characteristics of uh, the horn, the animal doesn't get any pleasure uh, from it. So uh, that that is here yeah, where the animal is getting pleasure via mating. Uh, with with this woman, so you could make a distinction uh, and say, listen, the, the animal wasn't intending uh, to kill. That's why the owner is exempt uh, from uh, um, any form of corfair payment. But my pligi and 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 you know what, what is the underlying basis of the dispute, uh, or, or not necessarily. That that's normally what my pligi means. Yeah, it means are there other cases uh, in which they are arguing? Uh, we we say yes. Bregel shirasa al gabay tinok. Uh, what happens is when, a, when an ox uh, uh, kills a child uh, by walking on it uh, in, in, the, in the courtyard uh, of the, the, the injured party. Uh, according to Bayer, the animal uh, would pay the kofir because uh, he says even if the animal's um, uh, 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 point uh, wasn't to cause um, uh, death, uh, but it actually did uh, cause cause death. Okay, here, uh, you know, a buyer would say, listen, here it has uh, caused uh, someone to die on, on, on purpose, even though you didn't want to. Rava, law uh, with, with, with Rava, he says there's no intention uh, to cause uh, death over there. All right, um, and Tanya, Kavate de Rav, and if you're going by intention, uh, you, uh, with regard to that, we see, we teach a writer in the opinion of Rav, uh, where we say uh, that uh, that we we, we um, uh, have a, an opinion of Rav. Uh, it says, uh, sure, uh, it's that in the stadium or the Serena Ox uh, that was trained to go along and kill people, in, indulge in bullfights, etc. Uh, and uh, you could even sacrifice it as an altering, uh, uh, I mean, uh, as an offering uh, on the altar. Uh, this was the discussion uh, that we had yesterday. Rav said, uh, is fit to be brought as an offering in Shmuel, says it is unfit uh, to, uh, uh, to do it, and, uh, and, 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 that's, uh, uh, and, and that's it. And we, we, we end up uh, like the opinion of Rav. Uh, uh, that we say that an ox uh, that does uh, this type of goring as a hobby, uh, as a as a as a business, you know, that's it. Uh, it was trained to do that uh, because it was was forced, uh, you know, to, to behave in such a manner. Okay, uh, next Mishnah Ashur Shinagach et Adam mate. What happens if an ox uh, gores a person and then uh, the person dies? Muad, uh, uh, you know, the, the question is Muad Mashalim Kofer Avatam Potter. Uh, 
min hakofer. If the animal is a muad uh, to to do such a thing, we would immediately raise the question: How can an animal be a muad uh, to to go along and kill people? Okay, um, and the person died. So if it was warned beforehand, uh, then that's when you pay uh, the kofer vatam poter et hakofer. But uh, if it was a tame ox and it goes and kills someone, uh, the owner is exempt uh, from the kofer. So it's only in the case of a tam. Uh, that you have a kofir payment. Uh, and as we mentioned uh, before, uh, that, um, that uh, 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 you know, I suppose we didn't mention exactly in the, in the context, uh, but uh, the, the, um, uh, both the ox is put to death uh, because it is a dangerous animal uh, and, uh, and, and, and therefore it doesn't make it whether the difference if it's tam uh, or not, it gets put to death. So, sorry, that's the question. Uh, if it's uh, muad, how would you ever get to the, the stage of it uh, being a muad if it is already killed even though it's a tam? Okay, that is going to be uh, the first question that the Gemara is going to raise. Anyway, v'chein, b'ben v'chein It doesn't make a difference if the animal uh, killed a, uh, a boy uh, or uh, it killed a, uh, a girl. Okay, b'ben or bat, v'chein b'bat, nagach eved or ama. Or else it uh, killed a, um, a, a slave, uh, a female slave, Canaanite slave, or a male uh, Canaanite slave. You might think, uh, that uh, uh, all these people are, have, uh, are not really connected to mitzvot, uh, and uh, you know, a young boy, a young girl—they're uh, not connected to mitzvot. Uh, slaves uh, aren't aren't 100% Jews, uh, and you might think um, that uh, uh, that uh, they'd be exempt in some way. And we say no; uh, all these people are still um, uh, um, uh, liable over there. However, Ben um, uh, sorry, there should be a full stop uh, over there. Ben but even though they're not uh, liable to mitzvot, uh, you might think that uh, they'd be exempt. We say no, they're fully considered Jewish. Now, sorry, the, the next part is nagach eved uama. If it goes a Canaanite a male or female servant, shloshim salaim, you pay. Uh, the owner has to pay a fixed amount of uh, thirty shekels. Okay, or sela. Uh, it says bain shuhu yafe mane or bain shuhu yafe ela doesn't make a difference if it's uh, worth a hundred dinar, okay, a hundred money, uh, or else uh, one uh, dinar. Okay, so it doesn't make a difference of the value. Uh, this is a fine uh, that is handed down uh, by the Torah. So if it, even though uh, the, 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 the slave might be worth much more or much less, uh, it is a flat amount uh, of, uh, of, of uh, uh, payment. Okay, so now the Gomorrah picks up, as we mentioned, Vakim Acha, the Mitan Katala lay. In both cases, as you said, the animal is put to death uh, if it goes and kills someone, uh, the question is, how are you ever going to find a muad if the animal uh, goes uh, as a tam uh, and, uh, and, and, and kills someone? Well, then how is it ever going to get uh, to three times? Uh, surely it would have been killed on the first time, never gets a chance uh, to be a muad. Um, a number of different answers. Uh, Amar Rabba, uh, Rabba gives an answer. Acham Askinu, what are we talking about here? Agon, Shamdua, Lushlosha, B'nai Adam. So what we're saying is, yeah, uh, we come along and we assess uh, that uh, it went after three people uh, and the people managed to escape. Uh, 
uh, and, and we assess, uh, the court assesses, listen, if those people hadn't managed uh, to escape, uh, the ox would have killed them. Uh, so that's why we say, listen, uh, based on the base of probabilities, uh, this is a dangerous uh, animal that could cause uh, people's death. Uh, and, and therefore we warn it uh, for those times, uh, and therefore we, uh, the animal that uh, is, is becomes a muad that way. That is Rabbi's understanding of that. Uh, Rav Ashiamar is uh, very... Um, uh, uh, violently against that, uh, he says, "Listen, umdena lav klumhu." He says, "Your your assessment, uh, assessing things is worth nothing. Okay, assessment uh, of what could happen uh, that we never take into account uh, when we uh, look at things from a legal perspective. Uh, you come along and you say, well, this could have happened. Uh, that's not the way uh, courts work. Uh, the, the, what could have happened is not entertained. It's what did happen uh, is uh, uh, according to the courts. Ella." What are we talking about here? What happens is, is where uh, he, 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 uh, he attacked three people and um, uh, you know, they are uh, endangered. In other words, he, he, he uh, mortally uh, wounded them and then uh, all of them just, uh, and then they all died uh, after the third goring. Uh, and that and that is uh, that. So so after the guy, he did it once. Uh, the person was severely injured. He did it to another person, very severely injured. Did it to a third person, uh, and the th- and all three people die ultimately. Uh, and that's it. So that's how you. Uh, that, that's why the ox has not been put to death yet. That is Ravashi's view. Uh, uh, Ravzvid Amar. Ravzvid said, "Listen, Kugon Sharag Shlosha Bahimot. No, it's gone along and killed uh, three animals, and therefore it's muad for that. Uh, and we say it's not put to." death death because uh, put it, killing animals uh, is, uh, is not enough uh, to put the animal to death. The Gomorrah uh, then comes along and says, listen, uh, uh, we had this uh, uh, earlier on uh, this chapter where we said, listen, if an animal comes and kills um, uh, uh, animals and uh, other animals, is it, or do we make that jump and say that it's going to kill humans? Not necessarily. We said no. Uh, that's, uh, we said not, not to that. I think this was um, I think uh, this was about uh, five five days ago that uh, we we had uh, this discussion uh, and uh, that that we had you know if it's muad for the one uh, establishing patterns uh, and and that was the, the that the discussion that we had here so we say uh, people uh, and animals are easier to kill than humans humans have muzzle etc as we discussed there Ella Amar Ravshimi Ravshimi says what are we talking about Sharag Shlosha Goim no the animal has killed uh, three people. Uh, but three non-Jews uh, and in this situation if it goes along and kills a non-Jew uh, then uh, it's not p- be put to death but if uh, we, we say it is liable to kill people again the Gomorrah says Muad Lagoim have a Muad Israel. if it's Muad to kill non-Jews is it Muad to kill Israel and Mazal Israel and and therefore uh, you know that uh, um, even though that seems the seemingly contradictory, we say people have muzzle, but we say uh, you know Jews have a have a level above that even, and we say uh, that, uh, that, that it's not uh, you know ultimately uh, according to that. So there seems to be a special protection on on, on Jews uh, in certain respects. Ella Amrav Shimon Ben Lakish Rash Lakish gives an answer. It says Kogon Sharag Adam Trefa. It killed uh, three people and uh, and. Uh, but those three people uh, were defined as trafers. 
in other words, uh, they had a sickness, which means that they wouldn't have survived uh, 12 months uh, from there. So uh, we say that uh, uh, because they were going to die, uh, the ox isn't killed uh, for killing those people uh, because they would have died anyway. They're already uh, in the process of dying, okay? And the ox wouldn't be put uh, to death uh, for that. But still, uh, uh, with goring other people and killing other people, it still has killed a human. That's Rash Lakish's answer. Uh, again, the Gomorrah challenges that. Uh, but if an animal, uh, um, you know, uh, is it a muad with a trefa? A trefa is weak. A trefa has got this, uh, you know, this, this condition uh, that it means they're not going to survive another year. So maybe they are weak. Uh, and therefore, uh, you can't kill a, a shalem, uh, a whole person uh, who's not a trefa. Ella, I'm Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, listen, what are we talking about here? It's a katal of Arak Lagma. Uh, so basically the animal killed uh, someone and then ran away uh, and, uh, to, 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 the, to the swamp, to the marsh, uh, etc. and therefore couldn't be found uh, and then comes out of the marsh. It's a katal of Arak Lagma and then uh, comes out the marsh, kills someone uh, and then runs back uh, to, the, to the marsh. So every time uh, we, we, we can't you know, find animal uh, to go along and kill it. And then it comes along and kills again. Uh, so we warn the person. Okay, that is Rav Papa's answer. Uh, Rav Brader Rav Amar, he says, Kogon, Shuzamu Zomimim. Okay, so basically what happens is, uh, um, he constructs a fairly complicated case over here. Uh, it says that uh, um, uh, the, the uh, there the, the, the are Adam witnesses A and B uh, that come and uh, testify uh, that the ox has uh, killed uh, three times and therefore it is a uh, muad ox uh, and then uh, C and D A witnesses C and D uh, come along and, uh, and, and say listen uh, A and B are lying they are conspiring witnesses the Adam Zomimim uh, uh, because uh, they were with us uh, at the time that they saw uh, this incident happen uh, and, uh, and, and therefore this ox is not uh, killed uh, three times uh, and therefore we, we kind of uh, set off uh, A and B's uh, uh, testimony we, we disregard it and, and we, we accept uh, C and D's testimony and now uh, what Rav Akhil son of Rikha says actually uh, what happens is is that uh, E and F uh, come along witnesses E and F uh, come along and they say listen uh, C and D are actually the ones that are lying uh, uh, because they were actually uh, with us and they couldn't have uh, been with A and B at the time because actually they were with us in a different place altogether and A and B were nowhere to be seen. So basically uh, C and D who'd knocked out A and B, uh, C and D get knocked out uh, because E and F uh, uh, come and uh, testify about them. So really A and B's testimony uh, stands uh, back, uh, to, uh, back originally and we say here uh, there are three, uh, uh, we, we have proof uh, that the oxen have have gored uh, three times. Okay, uh, quite an intricate little case over there to, to, to uh, get around uh, the issue. Anyway, so now uh, the Gemara asks uh, about that. Ha'necha uh, i'ayre Torah be'inan. 
All right, Shapir, this works out well if the whole point uh, is about testifying about the ox is, is we say, listen, we want to make the ox a, uh, a warned ox. All right, Ella, E, Idiyad, Gavra, Benan. But what about the case uh, of uh, where we say, listen, we want to uh, have, you know, warn the owner as opposed to the actual ox as well. Uh, the owner's got the responsibility to look after the ox and uh, maybe we have to warn the owner. Uh, so, you know, th- that's why we want to do but what happens if you want to warn the, uh, the, the, the man uh, so he could turn around and say I didn't know you know that's the thing these witnesses came and testified and then other witnesses came and then they were proved items on him you know so I don't know what to do I, I wouldn't have known uh, what to do over here uh, and the Gomorrah answers no what you um he could have said every time the ox kills a person, uh, he was standing uh, next to it. So, so he couldn't um, you know, claim that he was innocent uh, and ignorant uh, about the whole thing. He was there uh, when, we, um, uh, when we did it. Okay, so that's uh, the one answer uh, to, that, uh, to that understanding. Uh, and uh, you know, interesting that uh, uh, he, would, he would not, I mean, this, this, this guy would have known 100% uh, that A and B were there and, uh, and, 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 and C and D uh, weren't there anyway so uh, uh, it seems that he doesn't uh, he can't uh, come along and, and state that in court anyway Ravina Amar uh, Ravina says, "Makiran et abalashor vein makiran et What happens is we know who the owner is uh, of this, but we don't uh, recognise the underlying ox uh, as well. So, with regard to the, the first time it goes, uh, they testify that it was his ox that goes, uh, but they don't testify as to which ox it is, and that's why the ox wasn't killed immediately." And therefore, only afterwards, by the third time, uh, they realise that this was the, the self-same ox uh, that goes along and uh, kills, uh, has killed uh, three times. Uh, so, you know, what, uh, why is the ox uh, considered warned then? Uh, what could the owner have done uh, in order to, to stop it goring again? Because he doesn't know uh, which of his oxen is a dangerous one. And uh, no, what they can do is issue like a blanket warning to him. I can say to him, Torah, and Nacha, Itlach, Karacha. You've got a, 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 a crazy ox uh, in, your, in your herd. Uh, therefore, Ibala Lunuture, call Bakarach. And therefore, you have to come along and guard your whole herd. Okay, you know, that's what I say, Nacha, Itlach, Bakarach. Okay, you, you could have, uh, you have to guard your whole herd now as well. All right, so those are the, uh, the different ways that, uh, you know, answering that question, how an ox, uh, even though it's uh, meant to get killed, uh, as a, a tam, uh, could actually become a muad and actually pay kofir. Uh, all right, uh, and both those cases, uh, the ox has to be put uh, to death. And now we see this, and we had this uh, a, a little while ago, uh, just about two months ago, uh, odd, when we uh, discussed uh, the... Um, uh, this uh, same kind of idea in Kedushin, uh, and it says Tanu Rabbanan Mimashma Shinemar Asakel Yisakel Hashor, because it says uh, it's, uh, when an ox kills a person, it says uh, if an ox goes along and kills a person and they die, uh, you have to stone the ox Sakel Yisakel Hashor, and then um, and then afterwards uh, it says you're not allowed to eat uh, its flesh, uh, and the owner of the ox uh, should be uh, clean. All right. 
out, uh, let's just quote uh, the verses because it is important uh, to quote uh, those underlying verses uh, just so we understand uh, exactly what, um, uh, what, what, you know, what this is all about. And uh, again, uh, we're back in chapter 21, unsurprisingly, of, uh, of Shemot. And uh, we, uh, this is verse uh, 28, uh, which deals with, uh, with the following. And we say, V'ki gachshor et ish Right, if an ox gores a man or woman, uh, we mate, uh, we mate, and they die. Sakolisakela uh, shor, you should surely stone the ox. Vlo yachel et basuro, and you're not allowed to eat its flesh. Bala shor naki, and the owner uh, of the ox uh, is clean. Uh, and that, that that is what that means. All right, so now. Um, uh, we just uh, discussed that, and we say, uh, so once you say, uh, once the ox is killed, uh, once you stone it and you don't shift it, obviously it's a nevela, uh, and the nevela cannot be eaten. Uh, why would you why would you come along uh, why would you say that you can't eat its meat surely that's obvious uh, if it's a stoned ox uh, what happens if a person uh, comes along and he says listen uh, uh, you know the ox uh, it's been uh, went to court was found out that it killed someone who was proved guilty and the owner says listen you know what, what am I going to do I'm going to quit Quickly uh, come along and check the ox. Uh, I'm going to check the ox before they actually stone it, uh, and and therefore uh, I'm going to uh, get benefit uh, from the ox. No, uh, once even uh, once it's been established as a as a. Um, uh, an ox that's meant to be stoned, uh, even though you come along and you shecht it, uh, you're not asu uh, You're not allowed uh, to eat uh, the the flesh of the ox, even though it was properly shechted. Only ella bachila. And how do you know? You're just not allowed to eat uh, the uh, uh, the um, the ox. Okay, maybe eating is prohibited. Bana minalan. How do you know? You can't get any benefit whatsoever uh, from the ox. Tamud lomar uvala shonaki. Uh, the owner of the ox is clean. Uh, that, that, that is it. So what does that mean? My uh, mashma. Uh, how, how do you work that out? Shimon ben Zoma. Shimon ben Zoma says, "Kadam It's like a person says to his friend, "Yata ishploni naki min The owner is like uh, literally when you say this person was cleaned out. Okay, it means that he's got no property uh, left. So once you say that, uh, it, it's uh, the same thing over here. He can't get any benefits uh, from the ox. Uh, okay, and my deloyachel et basaro. And how do you know where it says uh, you can't uh, get benefits uh, from? The ox And how do you know it's a case where you shechted the ox a bit before it was stoned, and you can't eat it? Right, so the question is, you know, how do you how do you know that uh, how do you know that it teaches uh, that law uh, that you're not allowed to eat it? Uh, what happens? It could be uh, entertains the Gemara that uh, if you shecht it after its uh, uh, case has been uh, the verdict has been handed down, uh, what uh, what should happen? Shari uh, really you should be able uh, to eat it. Uh, so therefore, what would you use? Vahai, uh, What does it mean uh, that you're not allowed to eat its flesh? Lahecha de salki de sakle biskal. No, it means that. Um, 
It means a case you're not allowed to eat it uh, after uh, it already got stoned. The asu bahana he kirabi and it's not only that you're not allowed to eat it, uh, but it also means that you're not allowed to get any benefit from it, uh, like Rabbi Abayu. And this, uh, the main source uh, for Rabbi Abayu, uh, is in Pesachim uh, on Daf 22, where he discusses this. The Amar Rabbi Abayu, Amar Abelaza, that in the name of Rabbi Laza, he says, "Komakom shenamar lo yachel lo tochel lo tochelu." All different versions uh, that you're not allowed to eat something, uh, whether it's in singular, plural, etc., and uh, uh, you know all of those things using different. Uh, um, Tenses and stuff of the uh, the word tochel using different forms of that verb lot uh, or alright it says echad isur achila vechad isur hana v'mashma really it doesn't only mean that you can't get benefit from eating from it it means that you can't get any benefit altogether. Uh, from from it, uh, except uh, so that you're not allowed to get any benefit uh, from it. So if you say you're not allowed to eat something, it really it means you can't get be- any benefit from it whatsoever. Add shifrot uh, uh, unless uh, the verse comes along and explicitly uh, tells you uh, the same way it tells you about an avela uh, because it says you are allowed to sell it to a uh, non-Jew Lager, uh, and, and, and so too you can Benetina uh, you're not allowed, you are allowed to sell uh, uh, an avela. You're allowed to give it away. You're allowed to sell it, uh, and you know to a um, what's known as a ger toshav uh, or a uh, um, uh, someone that uh, you know the, to, the the someone that keeps uh, the seva sheva mitzvot b'nai noach the seven noachat mitzvot. You can give it to him as a gift, and other non-Jews you're allowed to sell it to them. Uh, whether you, you you are allowed to uh, sell it to a ger toshav and give it to a non-Jew, that's a subject of other discussions, which we're not going to get into uh, now. Uh, but otherwise, uh, because the verse uh, said lo uh, tochel, you're not allowed to eat an availer, You might think that you can't get any benefit f- uh, from it. So therefore, that's why. Uh, the verse comes and uh, allows you uh, to get benefit uh, from it. But in other cases, uh, means you can't get any benefit uh, from it. So now, uh, why don't you say that here as well? So even though it says you're not allowed to eat, it means that you can't get any benefit uh, from uh, this ox. So Amri, uh, the rabbi, say back to him, honey, Millie, uh, uh, yes, granted, said the rabbis. You can say you, you might be able to apply that, uh, but that's when mikra uh, That's only when you're not allowed to eat, and because you're not allowed to eat, you can't get any benefit uh, from it. It's all from the the word lo uh, according to Rabbi Abayu. Aval hacha in this situation uh, you're not allowed to get any benefit from eating from it because it says it doesn't use uh, the word uh, uh, you know, I mean it doesn't use the word achila. Uh, you can't get any benefit from it you can't eat it uh, why? because it says the ox should be stoned uh, you learn it out from that part of the verse uh, uh, and uh, you might think that its flesh should not be eaten uh, and, 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 and that is coming Long to teach you a prohibition against any uh, benefits uh, from it. So what could it have written? Nikhor Rahmana Lo Yene. So it could have just said you're not allowed to get any benefit uh, from it. Or it says Inami Lo Yachel. 
uh, it could have, if it would have just left it as loyachel, uh, then that would have been enough. Uh, but it adds on, uh, and then you could have learned that benefit. You can't get benefit from as well. Uh, but the Dafka says loyachel et basaro lamali. So why do I need that extra phrase et basaro? Because it says you're not allowed to eat its flesh. Why? Wow, what's that coming to add uh, lamali? What's that for? Uh, the afal. So it, it, it comes along to tell you the uh, afal gav the avda. Uh, even though uh, you would uh, make it like kosher uh, um, animal and, and by shechting it, still uh, the prohibition applies that you can't get, uh, um, you're not allowed to eat it, uh, even though you would shecht it. Okay, so that was just really uh, dealing with that uh, uh, idea with where it says it's possibly, uh, you, you, might, you might have thought that you could have shechted it um, uh, before uh, you've, uh, it was actually stoned and get benefit uh, from it, we say no. Uh, once uh, and eat it, uh, then was it shechted. Uh, so therefore, we say no. Uh, in under all circumstances, you can't uh, do it. Markevla uh, Mazutra. Mazutra argues. He says no. Still, uh, I could apply the following. Ema, what could you say? Hani mili haka de de vedak tzor v'shachatbo. No, really, what it means is that where you came along and uh, checked a, uh, a a piece of. Uh, uh, a tzor, like a piece of rock, okay, uh, it's a nice sharp piece of rock, uh, and, uh, and seeing that, you know, you could use it as a shechting knife, you come along um, uh, the, the, uh, and, and you shechted the animal uh, with a sharp piece, with a sharp piece of rock. Uh, you might think uh, that might be stoning the animal, because you killed the animal with a stone. Uh, by shechting it, you've killed it with a stone. And you might think that that fulfills uh, the literal meaning of the verse, the verse uh, that the animal should be stoned uh, and, uh, and, and therefore you know, that's like uh, skilla as well, because you killed the animal with a stone. basakin law, but uh, but when you just shake the animal with a knife, uh, and that's made of metal as opposed to a stone, uh, you wouldn't be uh, you it wouldn't prohibit you from eating it. You still would be allowed uh, to eat it. So it's uh, so maybe that's what it means uh, when it says you're not allowed to uh, a stone. It means that you can't kill the animal with a stone. But if you shake it with a knife, uh, then you could eat it. So Amri. Uh, the rabbis uh, say, listen, respond to him. Uh, barata. Uh, the, nowhere is it written in all the laws of Shkita uh, that uh, you, uh, that that's, uh, uh, shechting has to be done dafka with a knife. Uh, Actually, uh, we learned in a Mishnah, Mishnah in Chulin, uh, which is Not only can you shecht with a knife, which is obvious, uh, you can shecht uh, with a, even a, uh, a sickle that you would use uh, for uh, a hand sickle that you would use for, for cutting down uh, grain or a piece of a rock, a sharp rock, uh, or with a reed, a sharp end of a reed, uh, you could slice the animal's uh, neck like that. Uh, the only issue is, obviously, it can't have uh, blemishes and nicks and all things like that. But if you find uh, something that is perfectly sharp and smooth, uh, you would be able to shake the animal uh, with that. Okay, and uh, we say that's still uh, a kosher shkita. Okay, so uh, that can't be, uh, you know, says, we, they say back to Mazutra. Anyway, so, uh, so, so, so that is that. V'hashter nafkalei isra achila v'isra yachal et So the fact that Rabbi Abayu comes along and says, when it says uh, you're not allowed to eat its flesh, it really also means... Um, 
that you can't get benefits uh, from it as well. Uh, so why do I need the statement? Uh, the owner of the ox should be clean. Uh, that, uh, you know, surely if you can't get any benefit from it, then I would already know uh, that uh, uh, he, he can't. So what's this phrase coming along to tell you? Uh, surely it's saying that uh, it will be free, uh, you know, clean as well. Why do, I, you know, why do I need to know? It seemingly it tells you again that he can't get benefit from it. So why do I need that. Uh, no, even that includes uh, benefits from the hide. Okay, uh, it's, it's one thing. Uh, after it's been killed, you can't even get benefits uh, from its hide. Why? What might you have thought? Uh, no, only its flesh, only its meat uh, is not allowed to get derived benefit from. Uh, uh, but uh, getting benefit from its hide uh, kind of is left over, uh, and you could get uh, benefit uh, from that. Uh, that phrase, uh, the owner uh, of the ox is clean, means that uh, you can't get benefit from it uh, in any way uh, from the ox. And the Gemara asks, Lahanach Tanai Bal Hashor Naki And there are other Tanaim who learn out the owner of the ox should be clean. Uh, they learn that out for a different Russia for another uh, exposition, uh, as we're going to see. Kaman. We just about to have that drosha. Okay, Hanat Oro Minala. Where do you know uh, that you can't get benefit from the oxes? Uh, even even the skin of this ox after it's been killed. Uh, it says, uh, The word says, uh, You can't get it. Uh, and uh, it means that it uh, doesn't mean uh, just. Um, it's, it's uh, um, meat can't be eaten, but et basaro comes along to include, uh, um, you know, it, it's something that is uh, 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 connected, that's secondary uh, to tafel le basaro, something that's secondary to its meat. Umanenu, what is that? Oro uh, teaches you that the skin, uh, which is the main point of uh, of an ox, if you're coming along to uh, kill an ox and eat an ox. You, you're killing the ox to eat the ox, right? That's the main point. Uh, but also, uh, by the way, you get benefit from the heart. So this is secondary uh, to the meat, but you still get benefit from it. Vahayatana et lodarish. And the other one, uh, the tana that says, listen, baran uh, he doesn't learn out et uh, uh, from that. He doesn't learn out. He says et is just a way uh, to write a sentence uh, and, and not we don't uh, have a drasha out of that. Okay, Kedatanya, and how do you know uh, that uh, that is uh, the case? Kedatanya, Shimon Ham Sunni, Vamrela, Nehemia Ham Sunni, either Shimon Ham Sunni or Nehemia Ham Sunni. Last time in Kedushan, we had Shimon Ham Sunni, Ham Sunni. That said the following Dosha Hayadoresh Et Kola Etim Shebatra. he would go along and give a, a Drosha, he would expound uh, all these etim. Every time it says et, uh, et is an untranslatable word. Uh, in English, okay, it's only in Hebrew uh, you use it. Uh, it, it, uh, it we, and, and therefore uh, it's not absolutely necessary in Hebrew, but you just use it. So in, in the Torah uh, it's written uh, so many times uh, that uh, and he said he had a drosha on everyone. What do 
we learn out uh, from it in all the different places? Uh, once he uh, got to uh, the verse, uh, you should um, fear Hashem your God, and it uses the word it over there. Parish, he separated. In other words, he stopped uh, um, uh, learning out uh, these etim uh, because he says, you know, and uh, he, uh, how can you compare uh, what you're going to learn out from? You should fear Hashem. Is there anyone else to fear uh, besides Hashem? Uh, so therefore, he perished. He, he kind of uh, separated himself. He no longer gave those droshes. So his students ask him, Amrilo Tamidav, uh, they say to him, Rebbe, Kol etim shedarashta ad ma'ati alayim. What about all those other etim uh, that you came and you uh, gave us droshes on uh, as well? Amrilo Hem, he says, it's kushayim, shkabalti ishkar ala drisha, Okay, uh, another another t- time we've had this. Uh, you know, as we said, uh, this was in Kedushin as well. Uh, this uh, kind of very similar type of derivation. He says all the etim uh, that are dashed up until now, uh, that I learned out up until now. Uh, you know, uh, I'm uh, the same way. I got benefit uh, for expounding them. Uh, the same way I, uh, I get benefit from separating myself uh, from them uh, as well. All right, so in other words, uh, he had such intellectual honesty uh, that he would throw away his whole life's work, essentially. You might think the, the, the same way a person has been working for years on a, on a, on a doctoral thesis uh, and he spent uh, you know, literally years on the thing and eventually he finds one point uh, in, uh, in, in it uh, that, that makes it not true. So he goes along and, and throws. Uh, the whole thing away. Okay, uh, so he was prepared to give up on everything, uh, which shows true intellectual honesty. All right, so now Ad Sheba Rabbi Akiva, until uh, we say that Rabbi Akiva uh, came into the picture. Uh, picture, uh, what did he say? Vilimaid, uh, and he taught Et Hashem Elokechatira Larabot Tamidechachamim. Uh, it comes when it says et Hashem uh, not only do you have to fear Hashem uh, but the et teaches us that uh, you also have to fear um, uh, you know, uh, people that have learned the Torah and, and got a lot of knowledge uh, from the Torah. Alright, so now uh, then, uh, so, so what we do now uh, is we, we, we move on just a little bit more and uh, uh, we see that, uh, uh, that uh, it says uvala shor naki, uh, the owner of the ox uh, should be clean naki mecheti kofer Okay, so th- that is um, uh, and, and, and this is the other drosha uh, that, that we were talking about. It says the owner of the ox should be clean uh, means that Rebeliezer says that you should be clean uh, from paying half a kofir. Uh, okay, you don't have to pay half uh, uh, this ransom uh, for the person. Uh, normally, uh, that, uh, uh, if a tam causes damage, uh, you normally pay half the cost of damage. If it goes along and kills someone, uh, um, the owner pays zero uh, for that. As we said, only a muad uh, has to pay a, the kofir payment and not a tam. Amalor Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, Valo, who, atmo, and mishtalaim, elemugufo. Surely, anyway, why, why do you even need that? Because we know uh, that when an ox causes 
causes damage, a tam ox causes damage, it only pays uh, from its body. Uh, so therefore, uh, and uh, the, what the owner could say uh, to the person that is uh, claiming from him, have you, uh, uh, you know, bring it to court and we'll pay you. You will pay it from its value. Uh, and then in this situation, uh, because the ox is stoned, uh, you can't get anything uh, from it. So, you know, it's not, uh, we could have known, we would have known this from before, uh, that uh, logically uh, is that you can't, um, come and uh, uh, you know st- uh, have the uh, there's no benefit from the ox so the ox is already stoned uh, so you know you're going to lose so obviously you're not uh, paying corfair because uh, it's only coming from the body of the ox so it's it's, uh, it's irrelevant so Amalo Rebeleza says listen uh, is this how I appear in your eyes said Rebeleza to Rabbi Akiva uh, that you're talking about an ox that uh, uh, is going to be um, put to death. Obviously, uh, in that case, uh, we wouldn't have it. Ein tini ela shehemit et adam al pi edichad or al pi balim. Uh, so he said, I'm only talking about a case where there are no official witnesses uh, to this thing. In other words, there's only one witness uh, that it killed someone. Or uh, if the owner uh, comes along and says uh, the, uh, the, 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 these ox killed someone, so even though he's admitted it, uh, that, that the ox, there hasn't been proper testimony uh, that the ox uh, should be uh, killed by a stoner. You might think that uh, still, uh, despite that, the owner therefore uh, would have to pay a, uh, a coffer payment, uh, even though the ox isn't killed. Uh, so Gemara says, even on that situation, I'll pee by him, more Surely, uh, when uh, you admit, as we said over the last few days as well, we had this concept come up. If you admit uh, to a, a fine, okay, we'd be talking that. Um, uh, if the owner admits to a fine before witnesses come, uh, and then he wouldn't even have to pay uh, the coffer, uh, because that uh, coffer is a, a kind of uh, penalty over and above. It's not uh, standard damages. It's a, it's a special payment uh, that you have to make over and above. So it's like a fine. And when you admit uh, to a fine, uh, then you are exempt uh, from paying it. Uh, the Gemara says, Kasava Krufa Kapara. No, we go to what we discussed yesterday. Uh, we say, no, the coffer payment uh, is an atonement uh, payment. It's done for the purpose of atonement and not a fine. So therefore, even if the owner uh, would um, come along and uh, admit it, uh, maybe he'd still be liable uh, for for such a thing. Okay, so, uh, you know, we, we're still unsure uh, and, and, uh, about it. Therefore, we say uh, that if the ox is a tum, the owner does not have to end up uh, paying uh, the coffer. Uh, thing. Tani Idach, another brata. It says, Amalo Rebilazar, also the same kind of idea. Kiva Kachani Benecha. Am I like this in your eyes? Uh, that Shedini Vazeh Shukhaev Mita. Is that I'll be talking that uh, it's obviously in a case the ox is going to be killed. Obviously, if the ox is killed, there's nothing from which to collect. Uh, so therefore, Ein Tini Ella Bimit Kavain La Rogeta Bahima Varogetatam Logoi Vaharagitrel Le Nafalim Vagret Ben Kayama. Uh, so basically, I'm talking in a situation uh, where uh, the ox had intention uh, to kill, uh, but intention to kill an animal, but end up killing a person, or when it wanted to kill a non-Jew and end up killing a Jew, or whether it wanted to kill a, uh, um, a baby that was going to die anyway, and then it ultimately killed a person uh, that, that was good. Uh, so therefore, an ox uh, is not put to death uh, if it wanted to go in a way uh, that would, uh, th- th- and it didn't achieve 
that way. Uh, so you might think uh, the owner of the ox needs to pay uh, a corfair payment uh, for that. So therefore, that's what the teaching is about. Uh, that uh, if the ox is a tum, uh, then it doesn't uh, pay that corfair payment. All right. So now, hi, Amalei Barasha. So there are two different versions of what Rabbi Yezeh said to Rabbi Akiva, and now we just ask uh, which one of them uh, did he say first? Uh, and uh, Rav Kahana. Mishmay de Rava Amar, Rav Kana said in the name of Rava, Mitkavain Amalei Barasha. He said the second answer uh, of uh, intention, he said that first. Uh, Rav Tavyumi, Mishmay de Rava Amar, no, he meant uh, Amalei Barasha. No, the way we've got it, he said that, that the first answer that we gave, uh, that uh, uh, where the ox killed was based on the owners uh, admitting it or uh, just one other witness. He said that first and then the second one. Uh, why so? Uh, it says, Rav Kana, Mishmad Rav, Amar Mitkavain, Amar The reason is, Rav Kana in the name of Rav said that uh, we're talking, he asked, answered him first about the uh, having intention. That's like a fisherman uh, pulling fish from the sea. Uh, he finds a big one, he takes it. Uh, when he finds a zutre, uh, shakel, uh, he takes big ones and small ones, right? So even though he gave uh, a good first explanation, he also added on another one as well, even though it might not have been as good as the first. Okay, however, Rav Tamimi, Mishmai de Rava, Hamid, uh, he first said to him the the the, the thing about uh, the ox uh, would would getting killed. It says Amalei Barashi. He said that first, and then afterwards uh, um, he said the other answer, uh, the the answer of. Um, uh, the Kavana answer. Uh, he says, uh, "Mashal uh, It's like a fisherman uh, that p- that pulls uh, fish out the sea. Uh, when he finds the small ones, he takes them. Uh, but then he finds a nice big one. Uh, when he when he finds a nice big fish, he throws away the small ones and he leaves. Uh, the big ones. He leaves the big ones. He basically keeps the big ones. So Ravans Rebeleza thought of a, a better answer uh, to Rabbi Akiva's question. He said it. I'm saying this actually instead uh, of the first one. All right. Uh, that is a good place to stop. So we'll do that. Everyone should have a great time.